Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Right? Like you said, the lower body is yeah. going to really come to play in the spot. Oh, baby. Check it out. It's yeah. a fun back, ass, and legs. I'm tuned in. <laughs> I got me. I'm hooked. Frank's mad at me. We're just no, gonna start no, I'm not mad. mad. I'm not mad. I'm no, not mad. You're mad. I'm I not told mad. he totally mean mug me. No. Yo, yo, what's up? Chris Sims on Button here. We got a good podcast for you. It's the Monday podcast. And as you're hearing this right now, I'm not really here. This is pre-recorded. Okay, yes, I'm on a beach in the Caribbean. Looking at my wife, okay, and white sand beaches and crystal clear water and probably dunking my kids in the ocean as we speak, okay? That's what I'm doing. But did some interviews with some really awesome players and personalities while I was down at Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Today, we got four good ones. We got Dak Prescott. We have a fun conversation, a lot of giggles, get into some quarterback geek stuff. You're going to like that. Frank Gore, please tune into Frank Gore. Frank Gore, NFL legend. I did come around to saying he was a Hall of Famer, but he had heard earlier in the year that I was on the fence about it. And let me just tell you, he lets me have it in the beginning of this podcast. He was pissed at me, and he wanted to fight me, and I think he was mean-mugging me. I don't think he really wanted to do the interview, but he was backed into a corner and too far in till he realized it was me. So we got that done. So listen to Frank. And I knew Frank uh, before I made these comments, and this is the problem with my job. So that's worth listening to. Then I got Tariq Cohen, friend of the podcast, my old Hebrew buddy from Chicago. My man. Always have fun with him. And then last but not least, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Had a lot of fun with him. His family comes up. We have some good interaction. Talk about the Packers. Hope everybody enjoys it. I'm enjoying myself on the beach right now. I can tell you that. Please listen in and have fun with these guys. Oh, looky what we have here. If this isn't the old starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I first wanted to show you this. Well, first off, you know how we started off last year, right? I'm Chris Sims, a.k.a. the Big Spoon. Here's Dak Prescott, a.k.a. the <laughs> yeah. Small Spoon. All right, you remember that? Uh, Look at this picture. This is my Twitter avatar. Me saying this to you. Yeah, you trying And to... you going like, who the hell is this guy? I've never met you before. Why are you talking about my legs and spooning? <laughs> right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something That's like what that. that face says. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, uh, first off, great year. You're Appreciate the man. It. You Appreciate really it. are. I enjoy watching you play. You're a great leader. Um, I, first thing I really want to talk to you about, really, because I am into, like, evaluating guys' bodies and things like that. You've got an all-time, like, you're built differently than most quarterbacks. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be all weird, but I want to hear, <laughs> like, you know, what do you do during the season, off-season, like squatting, benching? I want to hear numbers, too. I want you to brag about it. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, numbers, I, I, 
I haven't. I don't have any numbers for you probably since sophomore year of college. Yeah, I know you're uh, not trying to break records. Yeah, anymore. not trying to do that anymore. But I'm. I mean, I'm fortunate. I've kind of always been a bigger guy. Always had bigger legs. Um, so. I've been fortunate. I mean, I was actually once once told in college yeah. to to get weak or to lose some strength. Uh, so, but that you being were too said, big. I was getting too big. Yeah. And coach, hey, lose some strength. You don't need that. Get the flexibility going. Um, so, I mean, for the most part, it's about I just try to eat. I try to eat good the best I can, uh, which is why I start my day off with with Oikos Triple Zero Greek and. Uh, as, I, as I was telling you, I'm not a big breakfast person. Me neither. Um, I like to stay light. I like to be light and feel that way. So what Oikos Triple Zero does, it allows me to, to get all the energy, to get the protein, to get everything I yeah, need, right. the nutrients, and to still feel light uh, and to go about my day. And, uh, I mean, I've been partnered with them since 2017. Uh, thankful to be here. I get to be in Miami and yep. get to hang out with you and talk to you. So uh, it's a great partnership. But uh, there are reason my body is why my body's like it is. Damn, damn. You see that? <laughs> you see that shit? That's why he's a franchise quarterback. Did you just see that? It was the best sell job of the week. And uh, I do want some free Oikos for all you guys out there after this. All right? I, we got you. I got early starts in the morning. Um, all right. So, though, but right now, just to back on that, like the workout thing, you work out, you lift weights, but you're not like – you're not killing it in the weight room. You're just staying toned. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I take some time off. Obviously, didn't make the playoffs. I've taken about this month off. I'll start up next week, uh, lifting before I start throwing and stuff, lifting and running. And as you said, it's to maintain. Uh, I'm strong enough at this point. Um, I, I want to get better, and I want to get a little stronger, but I'm not trying to PR. I'm not trying to break some record I had in college. Yeah, it's right. about staying toned. Uh, and at this point, it's my, my flexibility. It's huge for me right now. Um, as you know, throwing the ball, so uh, working on that a lot. Yeah, I, and I want to get into that in a minute, but I just want to ask some about some like relevant news. First off, Mike McCarthy, the coaching change, all that. I mean, how, have you talked to Mike yet? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you are. How much have you? Just hi, how are you? What, yeah, just hi, how are you? Shared a phone call. Yeah. Um, shared the excitement, obviously, from both ends. Just excited to play under him. The guys won a Super Bowl, and anytime, um, th that's what I want. That's what I want to win. I know so, you do. Uh, when you've got a coach that's won that, and it gives you something. He's got the formula. He's got the, 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 the way to do it. Uh, and that's enough for me to follow. It's enough for our locker room to follow. And we're excited for that. Do you, are you the type of guy that will, like, call Aaron Rodgers just to be like, let me get a feel for my coach? Or No, I didn't think no, you would No, not at all. Um, I, don't, I don't care to, to get a, a, a feel from somebody else off of their judgment or their relationships. I know relationships are completely individual, uh, and I don't even want to warp my mind off of what somebody else Thanks. Damn, you're good, man. You're Appreciate good. It. You got all the fucking right <laughs> answers. You really do. Um, you know, you're you're for you as a quarterback. I know you're not used to this kind of interview. <laughs> I love I it. I know though. you're not. I love it. Yeah. Um, when you when you like who who are quarterbacks that you like watching right now in football? Like who who's the guys that you're excited on a Sunday night or a Monday night when you're done with your day or whatever? Yeah. You just go, oh, let me check this this guy out. Uh, probably the most excited the guy that's playing this Sunday. Yeah, uh, he Mahomes. Is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anytime I've got a, anytime he's on or I've got to break down the team that he's played, that's one of the first games that, that I'm gonna go watch. Uh, just how aggressive he is, how talented he is. Um, then, then you combine that with the way Andy Reid calls calls the game, right. aggressive, and then with the talent he has around him. That offense and what he does uh, is just so impressive, so fun to watch. But there's there's, there's tons of other guys around the league. I like watching Deshaun, uh, yeah. Carson. I like watching Carson Wentz. Um, there's a bunch of guys that you can take and you can pull something from uh, to help yourself. But admire a bunch of guys game around the league. Yeah, like speaking of that, like who who's anything that comes to mind when you say that? Like stealing something from somebody or something they do mechanically. I see you. You know, you're famous for your hip drill and right. doing that. I saw you. You know, I saw a few articles where you talked about you know, mechanics and working with people a little bit last year. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you go about that, staying on, staying on top of all that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I started training uh, with John Beck and, and uh, some guys last, a uh, couple of years ago, and as right. part of the, the, 
the 3D training and um, it allows my body and all that to, to come in. So somebody that, that when I think about the perfect position to throw the ball and they're always in it is Drew Brees. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. You think about his size and the way that he's just able to make any throw and every throw on the field. He's always in the perfect, perfect position, whether it's his feet, his lower body, all the way till he releases the ball. Right. Uh, so he's the... Uh, when, when I'm doing my warm-ups before the game, the whole Dak dance that people think are funny, I yeah. mean, I'm even thinking about Drew Brees as I'm doing that. So, um, yeah, he, he's one of the best at it. What's, what's the one thing, like, I had my bad habits as a thrower where I always, like, I always would go back to my dad, right? Like, yeah. I'd get back in July after OTAs and be like, you know, dad would be like, oh, let's go out and throw. And then, you know, he'd tell me, you're going to throw like that? you got to fix this, you know? Yeah. Like, he was my guy <laughs> to do that. Who... Who, um, what is your one little staple that you always feel like, oh, I gotta stay on top of that? Like I always kind of revert into a bad, you know, yeah. uh, a bad example or whatever. Yeah, so if I just keep my weight in my, in my, in my back leg and, and that, that, that bending that ankle first and getting all, all my cleats into the ground, um, when I do that, there's not a throw on the you field. You stripe that it I every can't time. Make. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's where I wanna be. And so um, even walking around sometimes, I'm doing that. I'm getting in that position because I want that position to be. Uh, so routine, so normal, so a part of everything that I do that I never get in that, that, that habit that I had of getting on my front foot again, trying Where, to break that. Right, so that's what it is. It's the front foot. You yes. get leaning forward too much. Wait, Sometimes wait, I see your fast. front leg almost like lock out exactly. in ways, right? Exactly. I watch you throw. I, yeah. I, yeah, so right. that, that was my bad habit, and that's yeah. what I've been trying to break. So yeah. the less I can do that of, of putting all my weight on my front foot so early, the better I am. Yeah, right. Okay. That's. I mean, that's. I've noticed that about you, and I, I, I thought that's what you were trying to correct. I just yeah. didn't know, you know, for sure. Yeah. I want to ask you this, too. Gripping the football, right? Yeah. How, what are you, what, how are you a... I'm uh, a two and five guy. So I'm one. I mean, I only really have one, yeah. one finger on there. So you're two and under five. Yeah, yeah. two and under five. Two so and I mean, under five. I try to get as, as close to the top of the football as I can. Yeah, I see you with that finger up there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and I even joke like that sometimes. They say Bradshaw or somebody he used did. to throw Bradshaw like that, right? Did. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, did. I'm barely off of the top of the ball. And, yeah, so two and below five. Two and below five. There, there's a lot of guys that do that in football. Yeah. You know what's amazing to me, and I, I should have been a better, like, interviewer here and asked you another question about Mahomes, and I didn't do it. Mahomes only puts his pinky on number two. Can you even imagine? Yeah, that's what he does. And that's how Lamar Jackson does it. Doesn't the ball seem weird in your hand that way? I couldn't throw it like that. Not at all. all right? I feel like it's too much like in my palm. It's too in your palm, right? You can't get it out of your hand. I know. I wonder that their hand size. Their hands are smaller you know than I mean? ours. Yeah, They're so, smaller than ours for sure. Yeah, I couldn't throw the ball at all like no, that. No, I can't I'd either. I'd be pushing it. And I'm always amazed with like Mahomes, his flexibility in his arm, right? Yeah. That's the thing that like jumps out to me. So impressive. Him. I mean, I think, I mean, he'll probably tell you best, probably baseball, but uh, talking about being in the position, yeah. uh, using your body, um, no matter when he throws or how he throws, to me it's that back hip. He's always getting his back hip through. Through uh, it, yeah. And I think that's why he's able to make every throw, and it's so impressive. It doesn't matter if the ball's under his knee or on the other shoulder. He, he gets the ball out, and, and it's accurate. It's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, it is fun to watch. Uh, you're fun to watch, man. Appreciate All right, what's going to be better, like signing a new contract or not having to answer questions about Ooh. getting a new contract? Which will actually be better? That's tough. Uh, probably signing the contract. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Well, let's be honest. How many zeros will I have in my account? That is better than answering the question or not answering the question. Right. Uh, you the man. Like, I really enjoy watching you. Appreciate right? it. Oikos, I'm going to be on it like him. Not going to have a leg and ass like him, but I'm going to be on it, all right? Yeah, like you said, uh, they're alone. Um, the Super Bowl spot is going to be a great one. Check it out. Uh, on social, the social media later in the week, um, the whole dance. 
Right. Like you said, the lower body is yeah. going to really come to play in this spot. Uh, oh, baby. Check it out. It's yeah, a fun one. Dak, ass, and legs. I'm tuned in. <laughs> I got me. I'm hooked. That's awesome. <laughs> Yo, yo, check me out on Twitter, at CSimsQB. Got lots of cool things to look at. Hey, I'm always giving my thoughts about football. We got some great clips, face smash from things, from players we had fun with at Radio Row. Get at me on Instagram, at SimsUnbuttoned, okay? You know, again, I'm always trying to show videos, breakdowns of plays, players, thoughts that are going on, recent news in football. And I'm going to continue to make this stride to interact with everybody, whether it's a podcast or me doing more Instagram lives or whatever it may be. I want to make you, the fans, part of my podcast. That's why I'm doing this, is to educate, to have fun. I love the sport. I want people to challenge me. I hope everybody out there can respect it. At CSimsQB on Twitter, at SimsUnbuttoned on Instagram. Yo, 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 what's up? Chris Sims on Buttoned here. I am with an NFL legend, Frank Gore. He is representing Lowe's today, okay? And we're going to get out of that because we both got paid from Lowe's this year, all right? I bet you your check's bigger than mine. I know that. Frank's mad at me. We're just no, going to start no, I'm it right not now. Mad. I'm not mad. I'm no, not mad. You're mad. I'm I not told mad. He totally mean mugged me. No. And, and to give background, because I know where this is, because I've heard you say you listen to everybody. I listen to everything. And I know you do. And we've had dinner together mm-hmm. when you're out in San Francisco. But I did say I was on the fence about Frank Gore being a Hall of Famer. Okay. All right? I did so, so, say but that. But why, why you feel why, why you? Why you feel like why that? Why that? I know. Yeah. And, and let, let me just state this, too, okay? No, I'm going to tell you my facts. I'm going to tell you what. I know. You do it. Tell me All in right. one second. And I think you're the man, okay? I got mad respect. No, I respect. Res- no, I, you know. I know. I, I know. Sure. I know we got respect. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I got mad respect. I'd known, I known about you since you were in high school. I was right, like, right. people were telling me about you. But, yeah, I guess my thing is, all right, I have – sometimes I struggle with – Amount of years uh-huh. and maybe uh, maybe the the conversation of how many years you were maybe a top, top three, top four, top five running back in the league. All right, okay, okay. go ahead, shit on me all you want. It's all yours. Go okay. ahead. Well, I will say, you know, my first six years in San Fran. Yeah. You know, not to down any of my teammates I played with. I got you. When when you came to Candlestick Park. Yeah. You only knew one guy on the offense. Right. Who they had to stop. Right. And that was me. So Valid I'm like, point. So I'm like this. As a running back, as a running back, yeah. if you if it, it, it's the more you got the more help you got, the easier it is. Yeah. And not saying my guys didn't play, didn't work hard, because I you know, I'm big on team and I respected them guys who I played with, but name name a guy my first six years who you was who would you be afraid of outside yeah. Game planning wise, yeah, I know you're and, right. And, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm like, well, as a back man, like I'm, I'm gonna give you a prime example, right? And not, not, not if you like, like Le'Veon in Pittsburgh, yeah, right. He had Big Ben, he had A. B. Sure, he had Juju, right? He had you know, so you can't put eight nine man in the box. Yeah, yeah, I get, get you, you there. Know what I'm saying? So I do. Get, so it should be easier. That's a but valid, valid my, point. In my first six years, I had four, five, four and a half yards to carry. Yeah. Right. First, with, with really nothing. They say my man Alex was a bust. I played with so many different quarterbacks. Right. You know, and you know that's hard on a running back when you play eight. I'm played eight nine. I played eight nine man front my whole almost my whole career. I know. If you, if you go look at the stats, I played eight nine man fronts my whole career. That's so hard. Yeah. And I still stayed over four yards of carry. Still getting 12, 
thousand to twelve, thirteen hundred yards a season. I know, I know, I know, and this, this is where I get it. And you're and like, I'm, guys, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, lie. I'm not the flashiest guy. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But I still, I got, I got the job done. Though. Right? No, you, know you definitely got the job done, and I'm glad you're keeping this conversation real with me because that is a really valid point. You're but, right. But, but I, I'm, I'm being real. I, you know, I, I read it. It motivate me. Good. You know, it I figured it would. It, it used to motivate, motivate me, too. me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So you saw what I said. Yeah, and I, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, you know, but everybody got their opinion. Yeah. Everybody got their I opinion. I hope you can respect what yeah, I'm trying to say. Everybody got their opinion. Yeah. And I got really their respect your game, man. Right, I appreciate it. I do. And I'm, I, 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 I know you, you, you have superstar talent. And you'd I, like what always gets me is what you would have been without the knee injuries. That's where yeah. I go. That would be scary to see what Frank Gore really would have been. I have Greg Schiano, right? You know Greg yeah, Schiano, yeah, right? Yeah, was yeah. he down in Miami with you well, at all? He just left. He, he just, just left, right? When I get, when I when I got there, he just left. He was from my high school, right? Okay. So I known him. So, so he, I can remember him telling the story. Miami's coming up to Rutgers yep. now. He's no, the head coach, yep. and they take out um, Portis. Yes, and yeah. the defensive coordinators are all go. Oh, thank God, Portis and McGahee are out, or whatever. And he goes, Oh no, we're in. What's going to be worse, guys? We're in trouble. <laughs> Frank Gore's coming in, and that was like one of the first times I knew you were like. Because him telling me that was mm -hmm. like, oh, gosh, Frank Gore is that talented? He's that special? Uh, I was blessed, man. You were blessed. I was blessed. You know, like you say, the two knee injuries. And like I, and like I, like I tell people, it wasn't hard for me. It, was, it wasn't easy to get here for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get to the NFL. Like, I know. I was, I know. you know, two, two, knees, two knee surgeries, two shoulders. And people wrote me off even before I got drafted. So when, when I got drafted to Seth Ram, when they told me, you know, I'm – you know, uh, it was a uh, they reached reached for me in the right. third round. Right. And you know, I just man, I just told myself, man, I'm gonna show, I want to show everybody that you know San Fran did the right thing. And my ten years there, man, I felt like I I did I did it right there. Man. You did it. You've done it right everywhere. There's right. no doubt about that. And you know, like I said, I hope you can respect where I was coming. I ultimately said you were a Hall of Famer. I just said well, I was a little on the it fence. It don't matter though. You know, um, yeah. you got everybody got a pain. Everybody not gonna be. Um, I'm not always right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I'm not mad. You know, I, but it, it did. You did help me though. Okay, it, it good. Get me going. Well, wait, so, I'm so not. Thank, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew we were in trouble because I was excited to see you because I uh -huh. I love you, the person and the player. Appreciate it. And I know we had dinner one night mm -hmm. a few years back, and I had a lot of fun with you. But I'm not joking. He turned the corner and we made eye contact, and he was saying a bunch of four-letter words in his brain, <laughs> a bunch of them. He was oh, like, "Oh man. man, I gotta talk to this jerk." No, Sims. but you, you helped me, dude. Okay, you good. Me. I'm glad I could help in you some way. Me. I appreciate all right. it. All right, all right, all right, man. I, I really don't mean to. Uh, that's the worst part about my job. Uh, it really is, is because I gotta have a stance every now right, and then. Right, right, right. All right, so I'm sorry about that. Hopefully, we can have love from here right, on out. Right hand, right hand. Yeah, okay, yeah. bam, bam. I'm a lefty. I'm <laughs> all, all I'm all fucked up. See, I told you. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, I want to go back to like your Miami days a little bit. Uh -huh. Just like at that time, did you? recognize how talented that team was when you were that age when you were in that moment like did you realize there was like a bunch of NFL pro bowlers and all well, pros on the team yeah I did you know um just just when I when I first got there man we doing um you know when you're a freshman you come in you do um summer workout and I'm like man I'm getting killed I'm getting I'm like man I think I made the wrong decision man about coming here because I'm getting beat by linebackers. I'm getting beat by like all oh, big guys. I said, man, I might can't play here. Right. And once we got to practice, man, just how fast and how competitive like the game, like practice was. Then yeah. once, once I got the once I started playing in, in, in games, the game was so slow. And I was like, man, it's like I thought college football was very easy, man. My rookie, my freshman year. Right. Yeah, it was because so much competition we had. Um, 
you know, coming at that, that 2001 team, man. Like, you got to look at it. Um, me, Sean Teller, God bless his soul. Yeah. Antrell Roll, um, Kellen Winslow, Roscoe Parrish. Man, we... we the we, linebackers, DJ yeah. Williams. But I'm saying, like, we was freshmen. We was good ball players, but we was on the bench. Right. I'm, I'm running down playing kickoff, man. Right. And I'm like, man, like, I never, you know... I'm, I'm playing kickoff? Yeah, man. I'm supposed to be toting the rock 30 right, times right, a right. game. <laughs> but, you know, but we had top guys. Like, we had Portis, we had McGahee, we had yeah. Najee. So, and I respected that because they came, they came to practice. They did the right thing every day. So um, that's why I thought we were so good because we had so much depth at every position. You really did. It, I, I I actually said it this morning. It's, to me, that was the greatest three years of one college team. I think mm -hmm. it was the most talent, greatest college football team I ever saw. Mm -hmm. Did you used to have like, was there crazy competitions between the running backs? Um, I mean, well, Portis, Portis, like he'll be like, like because was my roommate, um, night before the games, Portis would be like, um, well, I'm gonna play the first half. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get hunted or something. Um, if you outrush me, I'm a, I'll take you to dinner or I'll, you know. So um, Portis was, like, he was the one, like, really, a, like, make competition up. The but, ringleader. But, yeah, uh, but, yeah. and sometimes he'll be like, hey, if you fall off, you ain't doing it, I'm coming back in the game. So I'll be like, oh, I can't <laughs> let him, you know. So, um, yeah, man, I think that's why we were so so good, dude. Yeah, it was a uh, – I, I witnessed the greatness of Miami at my first rookie symposium, right? Uh -huh. And I always thought, man, it's Miami. It's, you know, the convicts and all that, right? Yeah. Like, they just play football and then they party on South Beach. Nah, they don't work hard nah. and anything like that. That's what was I was blown away by Andrew, was, like, but Andrew the Swade. dedication. Oh, man. You guys had guys that, like, lived it. And you had guys, when I was at the Rookie Symposium, I was talking about they were going out on jogs. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was like, man, what are the Miami guys doing? Oh, we just went out for a workout. And I was like, damn, uh, no was, wonder you were Miami and we were Texas. That's why we were so good, man. Right. Um, we got, I get my take my hat off to Coach Andrew Swayze. He had FIU now. And, um, man, he used to tell us, like, we want to be great. We had to stay up on our game. You had to stay up on your game because you had the next man yeah. was probably better than you. Right. You know, so, man, that's why we, man, that's why we were so special, man. Yeah, you're special. You're special, okay, and I'm not. I'm really like my heart's hurt that I've made you be oh, feel bad. Man. Okay, you but got no, it. No, but you helped me, though. I know I did, but I, but I, I still feel bad. You know, and that you look get, you just gave me, it, like you were gonna kick no, the crap no, out of me, scared me. I'm no, not gonna lie. You know, when you get at a certain age, you know, you need little things like that to keep I know. you going. You know what I'm saying? So I, know. I appreciate you. All right, all right. <laughs> I know, I know, I know you do. Um, you talked about it, like you know, maybe I'm not the flashiest running back mm -hmm. or like the sexiest that way, but to you, what is it about you? What's your number one skill? Like, whether it was well, in your prime or what is, what is it? Uh, I pay attention to a lot of detail. It's details. And just getting, I'm not getting get in and out of, like, small spaces, you know, like a cat. And I feel like, you know, um, as a running back, you don't have to be the fastest guy because you barely, you barely get 80, 90-yard runs, you know. Right. So what I like to work on is my feet, my footwork, like, Getting into jumping in and out of cuts, getting you know like that's where you're amazing. Yes. Okay. Knowing so. my blocking scheme, knowing where. Okay, especially when once I, I understand who my lineman is and what they're good at. Right. Oh man, man. Once I catch that rhythm, it's over. Are you a big off season like? What do you do to train? What has made you who you are? Like, are you a ladder guy? Are you doing agility drills? Are you a weightlifter? What well, are I, you? I do a lot of lot of positional drills. Like, right. what what carry over to the football field? Right. Like a lot of small space stuff, getting in and out of holes. And I also, I, I, I like working with younger guys, like who supposed to be top guys at my position. Like my man Devin Singletary, who's gonna be a special um, special back in this league. Right. Like he I not, hated on him a little. But he's not the, the fast. He's not the fastest. Right. You know, but man, you talking about like got great eyes, great feet. 
and he he's stronger than what people think. He you is. Know? He is. Hey, that's oh, where man. he got me. And, and man, like like me working out with him, working out with James White, you know, just making my keeping myself honest, you know, yeah. working out with younger guys. And right. If I could keep up with them in the off season, with my knowledge of the game and what I done been through so much, you know, I should I'd be fine, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, uh, now Super Bowl. Uh huh. Do you root for the Niners because of your history there? Yeah, I love them. I yeah, love, you do I love, love them. I love Jed, man. Yeah, right. Been, great Jed, guy. Jed family been great to me. Yeah. You know, they gave me the first opportunity to even reach my childhood dreams. Right. <laughs> All right, so I know you're doing something for Lowe's. Uh -huh. I know you're a Hall of Fame running back. Let's oh, see man. how you are as a pitch man. Right. Well, um, tomorrow we go on um, Lowe's and, you know, um, we're building together. We're going down to my neighborhood in Coconut Grove and, you know, we were building nine houses and also 200 people coming and man, I'm very excited man that I'm going back to my neighborhood to go out and help some of the houses I might I, I will know right you know, some of the people who who because I still go down to my neighborhood and then hopefully some of the people who you know pass by see me building and stuff I hope they come join me man so I'm happy to be a part of this man dude you're a great human that's really cool you're doing that with Lowe's uh -huh. like way to go Lowe's and like we're Lowe's buddies okay Let's go, baby. Lowe's all right I mean I got on they get they were crazy enough to put me on a commercial <laughs> this year okay I understand you being on it but I'm on it um and like dude I know what I said I know but I got mad respect Thank I you. hope you know that Thank I really you. do I can we hug it out yeah, can I get a hug come on man <laughs> I need a hug I do because I actually feel about as guilty. I honestly, I'm not going to lie, Frank. I felt guilty saying it on TV because I knew people had told me you watch everything. I and I almost chickened out of no, being true to myself. But, but, but you helped me, do. I get good. I'm glad Especially, I helped you, know, you somehow. I, you know, 15 years. Right. I, saw, I said, okay, I got it. I'm going to show them that I still got it. All right, good. A lot and, of guys in my age ain't do it like me. And you're, and you're still <laughs> going to keep going, huh? I'm going to see. You, you know, see I'm going uh, to wait to March. Right. You know, and see, you know, what team really want me um, but I still feel good. I still feel like I know I, I know I still can play. Right. Um, so, but it's got to be right. You know, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. All right. This uh, Hall of Fame legend, Frank <laughs> Gore, okay? Chris Sims on Button. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace out. Peace. At C Sims QB on Twitter, at Sims on Button on Instagram, and I got a freaking homework assignment for somebody out there, all right? I mean, come on. You know I try to, like, be a man of the people and answer your questions. Here's my homework assignment I'm asking. Tell one friend to subscribe, rate, review at, at the, the Chris Sims Unbuttoned podcast. Please get into it. Let's go. I don't care if you like me or not. If you don't like me, then still join, watch, challenge me on my thoughts. I don't think I'm like all know-all, be-all, but I know I work at it and have fun, and I might say some colorful bad words along the way and have some fun doing that as well. But please, that's your homework assignment. I'm just asking the homies for that right there. I don't ask for much, okay? That's all I'm asking for, okay? While you're sitting on your back porch drinking a beer or smoking your sativa, just get a friend to subscribe to the Chris Sims Unbuttoned podcast. See you. Oh, yeah. I got one of my buddies here. My buddy, uh, <laughs> my favorite Jewish friend, Tariq Cohen. What up, man? Chutzpah. Yeah, chutzpah. <laughs> Lahayim. Let me just tell you, this is where, like, we hit it off last year on our podcast. Look at Peter King. He's giggling. We got him giggling about it. He's like, what the hell are these two idiots <laughs> talking about? soup down there. So, I see you, right? Green Bay, opening week. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm out there, and I just, I don't want to annoy you. I give you a wave, but then I went out and said hi. And what'd you say to me? What, some Jewish language? Yeah, you did. You said something Lahayim or something yeah. like that. And I just said, that's my man that's right how, there. That's how we greet each other now. Yeah. Um, all right. 
I mean, this year. What the, what the fuck happened this year? I mean, yeah. like, give me your, like, Tariq Cohn scouting yeah. report of the 2019 Bears. I feel like we just – we can never get it going. We can never get consistent with anything uh, as far as, you know, any phase of the game. Offensively, we never got on the ball and just got clicking the way that we were supposed to, the way that everybody thought we was. Right. Uh, I feel like that really held back the whole team. Yeah, I mean, it was like uh, – the phrase I always use is, like, I don't know what the identity of the offense yeah. was as compared to the year before. You know, is there any aspect of it? I mean, was it the lack of running game to help you? Was it Trubisky's health? I mean, anything um, there that you think contributed it? Uh, I really just feel like, you know, it's just the overall point of not having an identity. I feel like with the games where we tried to instill the run in the game, you know, we did that. And then the games that it wasn't there, it just wasn't there. You know, it was no consistency in anything that we did. We couldn't pass the ball when we needed it to. Like, it was never, like okay, they're a dominant passing team, and it was never like they're a dominant run team. So, yeah, right. You know, we never really got rolling. There was never one thing that the defense had to go, oh, we're playing the Bears, we got to stop this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, was it frustrating for you in the fact that, you know, you were such a staple of the offense in 2018, and then 2019 is very spotty, right? Yeah. I know. I mean, how does that affect you as an, an individual player? Uh, it was very frustrating. Uh, you know, not having a season I thought I was going to have, Thought I was like destined for like a crazy year, right? And uh, you know, during the season, it's been it was real frustrating. You know, I feel like it got to me a little bit mentally, and then uh, but now looking back on it, it's, it's gonna do nothing but motivate me for this year coming up. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm only gonna look at myself. You know, I don't look at any other factors out there. Uh, I feel like whatever how I play is always determined by me at the end of the day. Right. So I feel like you know I got got things to work on this off season. Yeah. No, I know you hold yourself accountable. You do need some freaking help though. I just yeah. tell you that much. Um, I mean, I get sick of like, all right. Trubisky, it wasn't the greatest year. I get it. Yeah. But, like, be Mitchell Trubisky's hype man. Like, what, what do people not know about him? What aspect of his game do you like? Like, I, I'm, I'm so sick of always kind of talking yeah. about him. Uh, I love his leadership, you know, behind closed doors. You know, he's really not going to do it for the media. Right. You know, he's not into, into that. He's not into, you know, the pregame speeches for the cameras at the yeah. beginning of the game. Right. Like, he's just not that guy. He don't want to – he's going to let us know how he feels behind closed doors in the locker room. And then uh, on the field, you know, I love the way he's just an improv player. You know, if play breaks down – uh, you know, he can scramble with his legs and still use his arm, keep his eyes downfield. Yeah. For example, the uh, 49ers game, that last drive he put together, it was just crazy, you know, watching that happen. Right. I, I know. I, I feel like he didn't I run mean, as much. I mean, the Denver, Denver, yeah, the Denver Bronco game. game. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think he played the 49ers nah, this year. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I feel like he lost that a little bit this year at certain points where I wanted to always be like, run, or yeah. like run more. Like, like I used to see it. I mean, do you think the injury affected that? Uh, I'm not sure what it was. I think it was a little timid to run it even before the injury. But I feel like uh, the coaches was definitely uh, instilling that in him to get back to that. You know, he felt like the coaches were telling him, you know, that's what defenders are scared of the most, you know, is your yeah, legs. Right. And when you open it up through your legs, it also helps your arm. You think the locker room still got confidence in him and everything that way? I mean, it's, sometimes it's hard as a player because yeah. you hear the media always shitting on the guy and everything like that. You can, like, fall to that trap too. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we still have the confidence in him. Uh, reason behind that is just the confidence he has in himself. Yeah. And his uh, work ethic, you can see it day, day in, day out. You know he uh, hates performing the way that, you know, he does when it's a bad game. Right. And we know that it's not always his fault. Even though he might show it on, on paper as his fault, we know, you know we could have ran better routes. Yeah. He was dropping a lot of passes this year. Could have blocked uh, better. Exactly. So yeah. it's not always his fault. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got history with you. You're my guy. I know you, like, before we came on camera here, you're like, I've already started working out. Like, yeah. you're, I know you're, you're pissed. You got an edge about the way the year went. I know you do. 
Like, what, what, what are you doing this time of the year? Like, how do, how do you start off getting back into shape, and where does it kind of crescendo to uh, when it comes to OTAs? I feel like this year I'm going to go heavy in the weight room, uh, lower body-wise. I feel like I lost some explosion in my legs right. uh, this year, so I want to go heavy in the weight room, lower like, body-wise. Yeah, like, like power clean, squat, yeah, and get back into like some of that college we working out. Yeah, we don't squat as much in season. Right. So I definitely want to get that in the off-season, you know, and then – towards camp, towards OTAs, get back into, you know, the conditioning phase. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I know, you know, some of the great running backs I was around in my career, Monday during the season, and yeah. they, it, it became uh, a staple for me. It was squat. They would squat yeah. and lift, move heavy weight. And, like, when you're a young kid, you're like, I don't want to do that. I'm beat up after the game. Yeah, exactly. But when you start to go, wait, you do have to build yourself up at some point to get yeah. back that explosiveness and strength. So you're going to try to incorporate that in the season too? Yeah, definitely. You know, I feel like uh, that's the best part of my game, you know, the explosion. Uh, me changing direction quickly. You yeah. can't do none of that without your legs. Yeah, what is, um, like, when you're talking, like, you want to move some weight and stuff, too. Like, what, what, like what, what kind of weight are we talking about? All right, first off, 5'6". Yeah. 185? 185 right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You see that? I, I know how to yeah, look yeah. at a man and size him up. Mm, uh -huh. <laughs> and, uh, all right, so I want to hear some numbers. Like, what do you think you're squatting? Like, what, if you're going to uh, start doing, like, reps of five, all right? Reps of five, I probably can do, like, probably, like, 285, 290. Uh, it depends on how many reps of five I'm doing. I might even put 305 on the bar. Right. Get, get, some, get five reps in. And you're going to get into, like, doing, like, one rep, two rep, like that kind of thing as we uh, go in here? I haven't looked at my uh, my weight training program that far yet, but I think because right now I just did, a, like, a set of ten, two sets of eight, two sets of six. So right now we have reps right now. But uh, we most likely get into the, you know, the single reps, double reps. Yeah. Um, all right. I want to hear what you're plugging today. All right. Like, what, what, what you're here for on, on behalf of what? Uh, Polaris, uh, you know, they got a new slingshot coming out. Uh, I pulled up with one last year at the training camp. I had the 2019 version, but now the 2020 version is out, and it's, uh, it's no longer just a standard transmission. They're automatic now, so everybody, even for people who can't drive as well as me, and drive a standard transmission, they oh, can drive. Oh, you think you can drive well? Definitely. I'm definitely <laughs> the best driver. So then they can drive now, so, uh, you know, be on the lookout for that. It's all new steering wheel, transmission in it, uh, suspension system. And also, you can go to the website, uh, Polaris.com, and enter to win one in the sweepstakes. Uh, you just type in, it's automatic, and you automatically enter. I've, uh, I've seen them around town where I live, in, like, the New York area a little yeah. bit. Can, I, can somebody like me, I can fit in there? Yeah, you can fit in there. Yeah, you got, got an adjustable seat. You, know? yeah. you might not know how to drive one, but you can fit yeah, in there. How them. dare you talk to me like that yeah, on my like, show? How might dare you? Might not be a you? speed demon. You know? <laughs> you know, I'm from fucking New Jersey, man. I can drive, yeah. all right? Y'all be in traffic all the time. Yeah, <laughs> we are in traffic. Yeah. Yeah, where'd you grow up? Uh, North Carolina, no, no traffic. No open, traffic, open so road. you know how to go 100 is yes, what you're sir. telling me. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, don't get pulled over this offseason and do nah, something stupid, that was, that right? That was last year. That was last year. Um, what about Club Dub 2.0? Damn, there's Lawrence Taylor walking by us oh, yeah, right I now. Hey, what's up? Hold on. I got to say, Mom, you're the man since I've seen you. I know, right? You're the man. Okay. You're the man. It's great seeing you. You look great, man. Thanks a lot, LT. Thanks, man. I had to say hi. To oh, yeah. I'm good at faking it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at it. Oh, Sorry yeah. about that. His niece actually uh, was equipment manager at my school. Is that right? Yeah, while I was there. Yeah, yeah. LT, LT goes, you know, he played with my dad back in the day, yeah. and I haven't seen him in forever. Uh, and, like, in your eyes, just speaking to him, right, who's, who's the Lawrence Taylor of football right now? Khalil Matt. I knew you were going to say <laughs> it that. It got to be. You damn homer. It's like the same si size, though. 
Yeah, I mean... LT Big is on him. I didn't know he was that big. I seen him outside smoking a uh, cigar. Yeah, he stays smoking a cigar. Yeah. I know. He's 6'3", 250. He's like Khalil Mack. He's probably a little taller. At, at back, yeah, I think he's taller at backer. Um, Club Dub 2.0. I yeah. mean, where's, where are we going with that? I don't know. Might that, be, it might be less clothing. I don't know. I don't know where we can go. I think that's what, that's what uh, everybody wants to do now. You yeah, know. you got to find something new. Yeah, we got to win consistently, though. Because the club does the, the sprinkle clubs dubs are not as hype as, you know, the consistent ones. Before you go, I want who's winning the Super Bowl? Give me the Super Bowl. Give me the MVP. I'm an offensive guy, so I'm definitely going to go with the, the most high-powered offense. Well, my coach came from Kansas City. No, definitely not. Not at all, because they beat with- us this year. So only reason I'm going for them is because uh, Tyreek Hill, basically, that's a close friend, and I just love the high-powered, high-powered offense. Yeah, yeah you got some Tyreek Hill uh, qualities about you. You got to yeah. rock it up. Our, na- our name close to each other. Yeah, here it yeah. is. It is. <laughs> He's not a part of the Hebrew, tri- Hebrew tribe, though. Nah, he didn't get that. He is not. All right, man, you the man. Good luck this year, all right? Appreciate that. Polaris, check that out. Slingshot, Tariq Cohen. He's got a, a slingshot for two legs. He's the man. You the man. Appreciate it, man. You have a glass of scotch and chill out a little bit. Uh, watch the film and, uh, you know, I'm my biggest critic. Well, we're going to digest this one first tomorrow. Um, I would probably just tell him go home and have a scotch. I'm feeling really good. I'm going to, you know, probably have a little uh, scotch. And feels good to win. Scotch tastes better, as it always does. Thank you. Aaron Rodgers likes his scotch, win, lose, or otherwise. Happy scotch, sad scotch, scotch. Scotch. Just have a scotch. I hear that. Aaron Jones joining us now, Packers running back. Uh, you ever have a scotch with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Uh, I have not. I'm not much of a scotch drinker. I'm not much of a drinker. So Not much of a drinker <laughs> well, at all. Zadarius told us yesterday, Zadarius Smith said that Aaron Rodgers' motto is the team that drinks together wins together. Uh, I mean, that's a great motto to have. Uh, I mean, that means we're getting close, close yeah. together. That means we're, we're that, hanging out outside the right. facility. Doesn't always have to be drinking, Mike. Can do other things, too, you know, just letting you know. I was on some close teams that did more than, you know, drinking. I don't, I don't know like what you're alcohol. talking about. I don't I don't you know, talking I'm about. talking about daddy cigars that yeah, I, I like. I, I, <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, you know, sometimes they smoke together, too, and it's a good team. Um, yeah. We've heard from so many Packers, you know, Rodgers, teammates, everything like that. Talk about, like, what a fun year it was, what a fun team was it. Why? why? What was it about it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like a brotherhood it, it felt like we were in college like you know you, you you get your group of guys and you you all got you're hanging out you guys all like groups of guys you guys go do different things together whether go be a movie bowling just different things and uh monday night games at people's houses just different things we weren't doing before yeah um, okay and just doing doing those things together and it, it brings you closer why 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 are you guys doing this year like what 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 brought it all together uh i say our leaders yeah uh, i think that's really where it started uh they they made a certain effort to to pick that up and um then you just start seeing other guys do it and other guys do it and like before we never had uh, us as running backs we never had a, a running back dinner right and i see those leaders start to do it and bring us together then i'm like hey let's have a running back dinner so when different you, things we, like that i just want to hear like when you, when you say leaders who are you talking about give me some names uh, like, who's the first a-rod yeah zadarius uh mercedes lewis uh right. preston okay so they set the tone in the locker room and then it kind of went went from there yes sir and those yeah. are names that aaron Rodgers rattled off after the the loss to the 49ers that those are the guys that brian gutekunst the gm brought in who 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 have that leadership mentality and then Coach LaFleur empowered guys to, to lead. 
and, and let them do their thing. How impressed were you by this young guy? And I, none of us for sure what kind of a coach he was going to be, but it looks like he did a pretty good job getting you guys on the same page. Uh, definitely. I was very impressed. I mean, uh, from day one, he came in and showed us what the offense was going to be. And uh, it's kind of, we're all kind of like, whoa, this is a lot. And then as you go through the year and you're kind of like, oh, this is, we're doing exactly what he said we we're going to be doing. And um, he, he brings a lot of energy every day and it's contagious. Everybody wants to be around him and he makes it a fun atmosphere to come to work. You, you um, have you ready to play, right? But we talked to Zedarius yesterday. For whatever reason, you guys weren't ready to play in the state of California this year. Like, what, what's your assessment of that? Like, what, what about the trip or what, what, what is it? Uh, I mean, I, I don't have any excuses. I mean, you just got to be ready to play ball. I mean, yeah. the trip's a trip. I mean, teams have to make trips every week. So uh, I don't use that as an excuse. I mean, um, I was ready to play ball. I'm always ready to play ball. So Did, Did you, you sense that some of your yeah. teammates weren't ready? Because Zadarius admitted he wasn't ready for that game. He wasn't ready to play, and other guys weren't ready either. Uh, no, I couldn't sense it. I mean, all week, the the energy was there. I mean, everybody felt confident. Hey, this is our second chance at this. We're going to go back and handle business. It's not, it's not often that you get a second chance at things in life, and we get a second chance at this, so let's make it right. So, I mean, I, I felt like everybody had bought in and everything, so I, I definitely didn't get that sense. Not even pregame, you thought everything was ready no, to go? Yeah, not even pregame. I felt like everything was ready to go, and um, but they, they just seemed to be flying around a little bit more. Right. So let's let's break that down. I mean, you're you're one of those guys that played both teams this year. Like, oh, tell us, you know, things or you know the goods and the bads. Give us the scouting report. Um, so I mean, you you know, San Francisco, they got that front four. Uh, they pin their ears back. Uh, pressure, they get after it. Um, I feel like if you can kind of neutralize them, uh, might might need a tight end or back to chip. Extra pass protection. Uh, definitely right. some help scheming right. that up. Um, I, I feel like give Patrick a little bit of time and he'll he'll be good and. Um, and then their offense, if you can, if, if you can stop the run, uh, that's the, the biggest thing for them. If you can stop San Francisco's run game, right. I feel like uh, it make Jimmy Garoppolo beat you. Right. Um, he's capable, but make him beat you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that's the that's the key. Do you feel like you get enough credit for what you did this year? You had 19 touchdowns. 19. Uh, no, sir. I definitely don't. But uh, I'm used to being slept on. It's something. Didn't go to I the Pro Bowl. Didn't go to the Pro Bowl. But uh, yeah, it's, it's something like I'm, I'm used to. So. Um, just continue to work, put my head down, and uh, let that mountain on my shoulder continue to grow higher. I will yeah. say this, though. At one point during the season, Aaron Rodgers goes public and says Aaron Jones should be getting MVP consideration. Well, that's, How's that feel? That's, that's, that's my feel? quarterback. Yeah. No, that, that felt great. I mean, coming from a future Hall of Famer, MVP himself, like, and he, he feels that I should be in that conversation I'm not getting talked talk enough about and. He, he takes it upon himself to do that, and that's just another part of why he's such a great leader. Yeah, right. I mean, um, okay, like what's your – I know you're not the GM of the football team, but, hey, it's the offseason. We're getting here. Like any specific thing you want to see about the Packers improve? Like I've been beating the drum. Like I want another like top-end receiver. And that's no disrespect to guys out there, but I think it takes pressure off you, LaFleur, who wants to run the ball, and, of course, helps Rodgers and Devontae Adams in that connection. I, uh, I definitely agree. I mean, say you put somebody on the field like that, they can't that, look at me or Tay. And, they can't double or yeah, extra it, guys it in the box. It brings a different element to the game as right. well. And, um, 
I think Tyler Tyler Irvin, who came in, kind of helped us with that, uh, bringing a different element, speed. Right, a little and, speed and explosive. Yeah, yeah. so I, I feel like when he came in, that, that helped us a lot. Right, so. yeah, so you th- you look at the Niners and go, look at the speed they got on that side of the ball, and you don't know who the hell is going to get it. Debo, oh, Emmanuel, yeah, Kittle, they, running backs. All, all around, I mean, even the fullback. Uh, so yeah. uh, they, they have yeah, weapons, right. yeah, and they can, right. they can all fly, they can all move, and athletic. Right. You know, so much about the 2019 season came down to week 17, Sunday night football, pack, uh, 49ers and Seahawks. And I mean, if if Jacob Hollister gets a couple more inches, if they throw pass interference when they should have thrown pass interference a couple plays early, you guys are the one seed. The road to the Super Bowl is going through Green Bay. You, you're not here today. Right. If they don't yeah. get that penalty. Or they don't get that be- yeah. I mean, there should have been pass interference yeah. in the end zone. I mean, yeah, there's so – You're not crazy. here. Right. You're, you're not here. Aaron Rodgers' picture's up on that wall, and you guys are getting ready to play in a game. I Man. Mean, to, to, was... to see a whole season, to, to see how much rides on that one moment, how, how frustrating was it for you guys to have Seattle not win that game? Uh, I mean, it wasn't frustrating. I mean, we, we knew we were going to have to – if. San Francisco is going to be in the championship. We, they're going to be here regardless. You so want to come to Lambeau Field, though? Definitely. We, we, we wanted everything to go through Lambeau. So that that was the only thing that was a little disappointing. But um, once we found out, hey, it's going to go through San Fran, we kind of already knew that once we lost there. Yeah. Early in the season, we some of the guys had already said, hey, we're, we're going to have to go, go back. there again. Yeah, we're, we're going right. to come back, and we're going to beat them, and it's going to be different this time. And, it didn't happen, but yeah. uh, we did end up going back. Yeah, though. but you were aware of it. You were aware. So, of it. who's your pick for Sunday? I honestly, you see both see teams. A, I honestly just want to see a good game. I have uh, Patrick Mahomes is my boy. Jeffrey Wilson is my boy. So, both different teams. So, I just want to see a good game. Oh, yeah! Come on, you and that crap. You no, know? I, I, no, I do want to see a good game. No. I, I mean, I play both of them in. Get get. Uh, uh, can we get the Jones family <laughs> to come up here? Come on, Jones family. First off, because I want you to say this: like your parents. This is the second time I've been around you. I know they're an integral part of your life. Like definitely. And definitely. I know your dad's got the military background. I've met bro before yes. out in San Francisco. Right, Welcome. like, Hi, how does, are you? was Dad the kind of guy like when you messed up, he was like, "All right, hit the ground, give me 20. Like, did, was that your kind of punishment you had to deal with, with Dad? Him and Mom, Mom was in the Mom army as well. So, okay, ready to crack that whip. Mom. <laughs> Hello, how are you, Chris? Nice to meet you. So, you guys go to every game? Yes. Preseason, regular season, every game? Yes. Wow. They're they're always there, so. I uh, make sure I look at that ticket uh, and s- make sure I know where they're sitting at. So oh, I can, on, we got more. We got I can more. always find them. Damn, you, I didn't know you You got the whole crew. You got the posse Sister. here. I mean, you got everybody. It's unbelievable. Mom, sister, brother, dad, aunt, uncle. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, it's great having you all here. That's a great support system. It really Definitely. is. Wait, so like, when he acted up bad, right? All right, if he did like bad grades, something like what? What'd you make him do? Like what? What I mean, what was the punishment at Jones' house? <laughs> he didn't. Oh, so, so that wasn't an option. That, or no, the punishment was you not playing sports. <laughs> okay, so grades were gonna come. All right, and then what if he acted up or talked back to dad? Maybe like what was that? that never happened. Never happened, Dan. So <laughs> they trained us well at a young age. <laughs> Apparently they did. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get. Well, with them two. Get on each other's nerves because you know they got that twin thing going on. Right. My wife came up with this with this form of discipline. She called it love therapy. 
and she made them hold hands wherever they went. <laughs> We're like I love 16 it. 16 years old holding hands in the Wait, mall. Wait, well, can you do it? Let's see. I, I want to see what it looks like. Little Just love make therapy. Sure. Jones brother, oh. twin love oh, therapy. Oh, how cute. Oh, you're so cute. You <laughs> too. You're so cute. So, so when mom's not looking, that's what we do. We hold each other's wrists. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, it's great. Thank you all for coming up, Aaron. Great talking. Congratulations. 19 touchdowns. Folks, he had 19 touchdowns. Give these guys a yeah, credit. Yeah, yeah. MVP thank candidate you, according you. to Aaron Rodgers. Are you kidding me? All right, that's it for the Monday podcast. Hope everybody enjoyed the interviews. Hey, check some of these out. All right, check them out on the NBC, NBC Sports YouTube page. It's worth it, especially the Frank Gore one. I, you can literally see his anger. His leg is shaking. His lips are shaking. He wants to beat the crap out of me. I think it's worth the watch. And it's worth the watch, I think, also with Dak Prescott. We get into some of the quarterback stuff, and he gives some examples of grip, technique, things like that. Thursday podcast, okay? We're in the offseason. And as I said, right now, I'm on the beach in Turks and Caicos. I'm really, I'm baking. I just had to reapply, okay? Because I'm really white, and I had to put the 50 back on, all right? But Thursday's podcast, I got a few more coming. Russell Wilson had a really good conversation with him. Talked a lot about a lot of different things with the Seattle Seahawks. Max Crosby, all right? Defense and Oakland Raiders, awesome rookie year. Had some fun with him. We talked about our, you know, the one thing we have in common, which is we were both coached by the psycho John Gruden. Got a few stories there. And then Jake Fromm, quarterback from Georgia, coming out in the draft. Will he be a first rounder? Where will he go? I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I haven't evaluated the draft, but I know I was impressed. That's another one I'm going to tell you. Check it out on the NBC Sports YouTube page. It'll be worth it. Watch him spin the ball a little bit. He talks about some quarterback technique stuff and all of that. It was great to meet him. You know, he does have the personality and charisma, I think, of his starting NFL quarterback. That's Thursday's podcast. Check it out. Peace out. I'm done. Sims. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.